This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Oh, here we go, boys. that sound. This is a good one. And go. Go. I believe we're going. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Welcome to Waterfall Wednesday. And we're back. What's going on, man? We'll release this one late because we didn't get one in this week because I was busy getting my ass kicked at a bass fishing tournament. That was fun. It actually wasn't fun, but whatever. Moving on. Doesn't sound I'm like already fun. over it. I'm not, but <laughs> no let's more move. fish talk. Let's move past it. Uh, somebody said they wanted to talk about layout yeah, blinds. Yeah, on Snapchat, someone said, uh, "I need to buy a layout blind this fall. What's the best layout blind?" Tangle Free Flight Series. All right. See you guys next week. <laughs> no, I like that blind uh, a lot. It's pretty lightweight. Uh, it's kind of got the full frame. And uh, the pins go in easy. It's not a piece of shit. Well, that's all I was going to bring up, too. So, I mean, there's so many different mo- – thankfully, there's so many different models out there. I mean, yeah. that's like having a having a market that's saturated with different make, models, and brands might seem like a daunting task for the consumer, but having choices is amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the best part of capitalism, right? They're good, they, there's going to be choices for everybody. They're going to refine it. They have to be competitive. Um, so we're going to have to kind of go over – the different kinds but like you said the pins go in easy which is really good but i also kind of like the ones the pinless ones are you talking about like the rigam rights that have like the almost like the clip type hinges I th- yeah yep, yeah i think I so sat in one of those we like, use it was those small for me we use those for per- premier flight okay i think i don't know if it's the rigam ones we buy them they're a rogers brand or yeah rogers i believe it's we rogers buy them brand? at rogers or i should say dean buys them from rogers um but they are pretty they're, as far as for guiding, throw them out, set them, I mean, click, click, 
you're you're ready to you're not fumbling with pins. There's no strap to break off the plastic. The There's Dakota no Dakota. It's like that now. Like they just. Have you I seen mean, the Dakota that's layout? That's pretty nice. Uh, I don't think so. That's kind of like the uh, old Hunter Specialty Hitman, or Hitman. That means nothing to me. Okay, they got like a couple of folding <laughs> hinges for the back support, and so the back support you'd kind of like press these uh, okay. two bars together, yep. and they would erect themselves into the structure of the back support. Yep. And that was it. I think these the ones are kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And that's I think, uh, I think Dakota bought the. Like Patent bought the patent or whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever it is, and then now they came out with it. And it's ease got like a waterproof. Ease floor of now. setup is nice now because they're you know I think they have a little more rigid poles and stuff. They're not like the lightest. I wouldn't say I wouldn't go out and say they're heavy, but would it be something I want to pack in? So I think that's what people need to look at. They how are, how do you hunt mostly, right? Like how are you are you are you driving right to the field? most of the time can you drive in the fields that you hunt most of the time are you packing into public land areas like do you have to put this thing on your back i mean you have to for people wanting to buy it's it's like with anything like before you purchase it you have to ask yourself what you want out of a blind what's most important like lightweight carry packability Who's storage. really carrying blinds in that much? Are there many people doing that? I mean, I've done, done it. it. I've done it a couple times. Like, yeah, and that's like no at all costs. Absolutely. Yeah, not. it sucks. It sucks, but I have I've, I have done it, and sometimes you have to do it if they, if you get a permission for a field, and the farmer's like absolutely no driving in it, or it's just maybe you you can drive in it, but the field's wet, and you're like you better not. Well, you still want to. I mean, you got to get your the shit out there. Best so. thing to do is you walk out that layout blind. And then you set it down and go, that was ridiculous. And you get on your phone, you buy a nice ghillie suit right then and there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what Nick said right away. He's like, all right, best layup line, just get a ghillie suit. But then, like I pointed out, you need still need some sort of back and neck support. Because I've done that thing where you forgot, you know, whatever. And I think there was an emergency snow goose hunt. One of the bands I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, but might even, no, it wasn't my first band. But it was a... Uh, it was a... Uh, a makeshift hunt. I was out working out in North Dakota. I was kind of stranded out there for the weekend because the foreman I was with, he lived out there. He was visiting family. Somebody had a birthday or a wedding or some shit. I don't know. But it was in the it was in the heart of the spring snow goose migration. I'm like, well, I don't care. I'll stay out here and I'll just hunt while you're doing everything. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I used the company truck and he had, a, oh, you can use one of my guns. He has like, you know, a bazillion guns, allegedly. And so to make a, a long story short, he couldn't get a hold of any of his guns. Couldn't find the key to his gun cabinet. This nephew had that gun, whatever. I'm like, you know what? I looked at the clock. I'm like, screw it, Dusty. If I leave right now, I can get to, um, is it Bismarck? Yeah, Bismarck. I think I can get to Bismarck and just, I will buy a single shot, whatever off the user rack. I don't care. And so that's basically what I did. I bought an 870. That 870 there for a fair price. I bought that. Mm-hmm. I bought a ghillie suit, some shells, and off I went. Oh, just ghillie suits. Just just, just a regular old green and brown and whatever Yeah, the, the yarn suit. ones are – you, you got to avoid the yarn ones. Those things yeah. will shred. It sucks. It's not a long-term investment. You could do a yarn thing for Listen, a, like it a got, weekend. Listen, it got me hunting that yeah. weekend, and I was shot They're birds. Tough to shoot out of. And I got a – I've yeah. had good luck with this uh, camo system jackal. That's a really good. Uh, um, it's made out of the same. It's made out of that. Uh, camo systems makes it the camo systems jackal ghillie suit, and I do the pants and the jacket, not just the trench coat. It just makes it way easier. And then uh, they come in several different colors, and they're made out of that like military netting material. It's not jute and yarn and shit. Okay. It's so you can, if there's ever any adjustments you need to make, you can just quick hit it with some spray paint. Hmm. 
and those work pretty good. And I find too, like with the ghillie suits, like if you're close enough-ish on yeah. color, yeah. It, it doesn't. You did melt in. It's weird. Don't move. I mean, it's the movement is probably the worst thing. If you're in any earth tone color and it's not sticking out too bad, as long as you're not moving and you hide that pink human face. Well, I mean, if you have pink, you know, if you're Caucasian descent, you would have to worry about that. But what's the worst layout blind you've ever sat in? Probably uh, Power Hunter. <laughs> yeah, man. I those hate are, those oh, things, dude. They're not for me. Oh, this little sleeping bag of trash. Yeah, and just like having to flip that that movement of it's an extra movement. Like I can just basically use my elbow in a regular coffin style blind. I can like use my left elbow to kick the door open as I'm sitting up, and and I'm shouldered and I'm shooting. But now with the power hunter, I have to take that same my left arm, throw that. You can't look through that mesh either. Like no, that gets sliced out right away. <laughs> it sucks. You gotta throw that thing back. Yeah, you can't see shit. But I, mean, I always lean towards like bigger blinds. That's why I said that flight series. Oh, and the dead zone from Tangle Free, trash. Maybe right down there with the uh, the Power Hunter. Oh, is it garbage? Have a somehow they've made the best and worst of the layout blinds on the market over at Tangle Free. I guess. Oh no, I think I got a different one. But I was using a Pro Lander. Maybe I went back when the X Landers were a big big yes. deal. That was my first layout blind. I bought it by myself. Uh, Nat Gear X Lander when I was like 14. Uh, that thing was like 380 fucking dollars. Well, those dollars. things, those were like everybody wanted. That was what everybody was was stuck on like low profile, low profile, low profile. I mean, one hunting buddy back in the day, like he was such a, he was so anal about that. Like if somebody else showed up with anything else that stuck up higher, he's like, I'm not hunting with that guy. Yeah. I mean, he was convinced. I mean, Fred Zink that, told him. I mean, well. Here's I mean, the balls of Fred Zink, right? He comes out with, <laughs> he comes out with the Zink finisher layout blind where it had three options to drop the levels and he just sold everybody on this low profile because nobody had ever seen a blind that could do that when he came right. up with that finisher well, yeah, and then five years later he's selling fucking a-frames like <laughs> like yeah. here's a guy who can tell people to buy the lowest profile blind that's what you need and the biggest and one. the next thing yeah the biggest <laughs> one that's how good of a salesman fred zink is you could sell an ice cream cone Dude, to an eskimo i t- i put something like a rant on my snap like my snap story about how there's no evidence pattern master improves your shot or your shot string that they claim. Like, you'd think they'd have some sort of, like, slow motion footage of yeah, this. Yeah, right. And they're like, I got, like, 50 replies. Like, they do. And they'd, they'd be like, where? Send me the link to Fred Zink shooting a pond. <laughs> like, it's like <laughs> yeah. the pattern master has like, boosh, probably shoots it with, like, some, like, steel sixes. Yeah, right. Like, three quarters of one ounce of it, you know, and then he switches over to, like, some 10 lead probably. The pond just explodes. Pattern master. Like, that's not science. Is there? <laughs> that's not science. Is there a way to even extend the, your string? I mean, really? I mean, all that stuff is, I mean, you're okay. supposed to follow through, but like how much exactly? Well, they say as the, fast sh- the shot, shot string shot. Yeah. from the first pellet to the last pellet right. hitting whatever. Like, I, I read a, an article about it that was like, okay, if the shot string is this distance, you will get, that bird will have the opportunity in that time span to move one quarter of an inch. Right. It's like, okay. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's my point. I mean, it's still kind of all moving through it as in the same time. As it leaves the barrel of your gun. Like, it's not like it's a full second between the first pellet and no, the last. Like, no. it's all leaving at the same Even time, Even if it's like basically. eight feet behind it. You know, yeah. like eight feet and at, oh, well, they don't go 1400 feet per second anymore when they get to the bird but call it 600 feet per second i mean maybe if you're how much is eight of those (laughs) if you're swinging your gun like a baseball bat as fast as you could while pulling the trigger maybe you would have a long i mean i feel like that's the only way you could actually stretch your shot string out 
I think it's the faster you swing your barrel. Like no, I don't think that's science either. Probably not. It's bro science. <laughs> <laughs> I think what uh, Pattern Master did do, I think where credit is due, is they were able to get tighter patterns um, without constriction. Like those studs make it so you don't have to constrict the barrel to, right, to yeah. get the pellets into that pattern. Like that's probably saved a lot of people's barrels out there. You know, shooting older guns or shitty ammo. I mean, and it can it can just be anecdotal, but. And who? I mean, there is always a, that placebo effect. Even if it just gives you confidence, you can become a better shot. That's true. Now, when I got, I have a pattern master joke, and I like it because I seem to shoot better with it. But so, I mean, I guess the only way to do it would be to you would like somehow have to not know what you're shooting. You know, like somebody'd have to do like a blind choke test. This has nothing to do with layout blinds, but by the way. Dale, <laughs> their motto is the science of shots, and you they have a completely science free website. Listen, everybody <laughs> out there, the they get great patterns. CEO though. owners, pro staff representatives of, of Pattern Master, Pattern Master want to get a hold of me and come on and argue. I'm more than welcome to have you. I on would the love podcast. to see it. I'd love to see it. But I, that they do get good patterns. I patterned quite a few Pattern Masters, and I've never had one that was like, "No, I'll stick with the stock choke." I don't think I've ever put one up against my Benelli because I've just shot the paper and I'm like, "That looks awesome." But um, I do like know you is start the one taking like some old, cheaper guns and putting pattern masters in them, you get nice patterns. The the pattern master I have in my 870 is like if I shot experts out of it, absolute trash. Okay. Like I thought I thought that was going to be a, a miracle cure. Like I I got I'm like oh I can I can oh, shoot cheap, cheap shit now. Yeah. I'm like no I still couldn't hit shit. So I actually went back mm. home and I patterned it. Might be the I didn't ammo use every itself, right. Right. I didn't Just use trash. every shot. I used threw like experts in there and then i had like some heavy metal i threw that in there obviously the heavy metal performed better like much better the fact the experts were so shitty after patterning i'm like i'm surprised that i ever killed any bird just ever. accidentally because like at 30 yards you know 30 inch circle or whatever it was i was using was like three pellets like Damn. it was it was unbelievably stupid really yeah like i could i could i was like Am I even aiming at the paper? <laughs> like, what is going on here? Checking, like, cutting them open. Yeah, but then, how many pellets are really in But them. I put the different shot in there, and I was, you know, getting really good patterns. Uh, now uh, I put it Pattern Master in my Vinci, and I patterned it with cheap shit. A-okay. Remington Blue Box. Run it. Boom, baby. As long as your gun cycles, and Well, go. that's the other thing. It doesn't like... The Vinci doesn't like dirty shooting ammo. It jams up. Like, I used to do really well with Kent's out of the 870. Vinci fucking hates Kent's. Hmm. Hates it. That's weird how that does that. What do you think about A-frames? I don't know. Uh, it's I, I, I've never used one. We'll put it that way. I don't have any personal field experience with an A-frame. I like. Have you ever done a, like a grass the theory hide? of it? Yeah. What's the difference between a grass hide Nothing. and an A-frame? About tw maybe twelve inches of height. Right. Yeah. And what's what does that look like to a bird? You know, like. I feel like if there's any situation you'd run a grass hide, then you could probably be equally as successful as long as people didn't show their face, which is a little problem with the A-frames. The a but People can look around. Yeah, yeah, and the birds can see down into it. Well, I mean... Well, there's uh, nothing you, no reason you can't put something over it. Yeah, so yeah, you deal with it. <laughs> like, yeah, well, they can see sure. into the They can see into the blinds. Well, maybe if you don't put any stubble there... Yeah, like, exactly. Make any effort to cover that part. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. They I can. Mean, 
they pit blinds aren't wide open. They have these little <laughs> covers on it. Like, yeah, cover yourself up, stupid. Get some like leafy grass and kind yeah. of fluff it around I mean, right a, there. Yeah, get a mesh and and brush that in too. I mean, like, yeah, you could definitely do better. I think like if you had a field with a pivot, where you're hunting like a pivot or some or any kind of field edge or a ditch that just doesn't get mowed or whatever, like those would be dynamite for an A-frame. I think like they would blend in so good. No, you wouldn't. You you'd actually be surprised how terrible they blend into like. Any uniform surface finish is going to be bad, like, to st- to put anything in from, like, you know, wheat stubble that's four inches tall for an entire field in gold. Like, it doesn't matter what disturbance is in that field that you can see that very easily. And it's the same goes for, like, six-foot grass. If six-foot grass, like, is coming up and it's got a uniform surface finish, that's a carpet, too. Man, you, tri- you plop anything into there, and there's just this black hole. Like There's a thing there. There's a thing there, yeah. for sure. Well, what I do know, and granted, it's Canada, so take, you know take that with a grain of salt but i remember back in the day watching a few videos where they used to make basically a-frames they'd go out into these big giant pea fields yeah, they the just go cut willow willow bows yeah, yeah, yeah. and then just stick them right in the middle Build their and own. they're hunting out of a rectangle yeah. and they're smashing birds it works so i mean it also that's an if a-frame you got, if you got odds to play too you know like here in minnesota we might have uh what's well, i mean it's a couple Canada. hundred birds we yeah. see right and I mean, it's not going to be great if you only get one out of 500 in. That's why I prefaced it with this Canada, so take it with a grain of salt. But Canada's amazing. I'm going to miss it. <laughs> Dude, can I've we? I've never been there. I can mean, we, like, illegal? I don't see why not. cross the border? I think we should go there. We should hunt. And we should also ask for health care. Well, let's not make this political. Well, no. We should demand <laughs> it. <laughs> and, uh, Start demanding our rights. Mm-hmm. I don't, how would that be any different? <laughs> then what? Then nothing. I'm just gonna. <laughs> just, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Well, what, right. other, oh, what, oh, other, no, what other kinds of layup lines have you used? I've used all of them, man. And what do you like about them? <laughs> what don't you like about them? So I, like, I know you like your ghillie suit, so let's just throw that out oh, of the Oh, you know equation. what I like about uh, layup lines? All right, number one, they're safe because compared to an A-frame, I have had my own gun tip over in there. I don't even, like, uh, not stovepipe one now in an A-frame. I don't trust myself, especially if there's a dog in there and shit. Um, so it's, I'll tend to go towards uh, layouts for the safety aspect, and I'm a I'm a real stickler about clean layouts. I don't want trash in my layout line. Don't climb in my layout line, dude. Fuck, I do got, I hate that? I, if I guarantee I open mine, I got stuff in there from last year. You know, I'm, I always there'll be like, a mouse nest. There'll be a, there'll be a couple uh, pop tart wrappers oh, in there, girls. more than likely. <laughs> like <we're, laughs> flattened out boxes of shells. Yeah, I always all say, sorts of put, shit in there. Put the trash behind the blinds. Oh yeah, we'll come and pick oh, it up. No, I put mine behind my seat. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, <laughs> no, and you're just trying to bring them anywhere, and you're living, leaving like a little cookie crumb, crumb trail, oh, like yeah. trash, trash everywhere you go. Dude, you pick up a blind and then clean it, and it's like, whoa, this thing's like twenty pounds of fucking yeah, lighter. Right. Yeah, dude. you know, a bunch of spent trash. shells in there. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I just like to get in there. Like if if it's dirty too, like anything falls out of your pocket, that chapstick fucking gone. <laughs> <Yeah>, when <that's, laughs> it's just a trash, God, just a trash Fire. bag. Yeah, forget it. There's I probably have iPhones of mine um, that I forgot about. I like big. I like big layout blinds. Uh, I've always gone that way. Maybe I. I, I don't want to sacrifice comfort. Uh, I was gonna say I think comfort's a big deal, and it, it, I think it's. I think there's still some remnants of that low profile fad that that ran through the waterfalling world years ago and we're seeing off yeah, before we started recording that might have been trying and I don't, I don't remember but somebody i remember i remember being at game fair and watching um 
not a sermon. What do they call those things? <laughs> uh, he was talking about layout lines. Let's go with that. That's seminar. The, seminar. Thank you. Uh, he was doing it. It was a seminar about layout lines, and he brought up that in low profile, high profile. He's like, you want to be comfortable. You're sitting in this field. You might be sitting there for a long time. You know, and when you go to brush that thing in, you are looking down at the ground. Geese are coming in from above. They're not coming in running at you flat. So profile isn't that big of a deal as long as you're brushed in well. Yeah, I just think there's so few places you can actually brush in. You, you got to get out of a uniform surface finish, so you need a lot of texture and coarseness to the area you set your blinds. Well, and we like and to kind of like add, around. you know, I know we'll like try to taper. You know, we'll add extra stuff around, like especially the back, because you line up six layup lines, and you have that hard edge. Yeah, I use a behind your back, a giant military net, and wrap yeah. around like a skirt. That work good too. We just like literally just pile up material and then just blend it in, so it just it doesn't look as uh, yeah, yeah geometric. Yeah, definitely. Like I got all my uh, ghillie suits that I use when I don't use layouts. I bring those with, and I throw them in between all the blinds. Then I wrap the whole thing with this like hundred foot. Um, military net Mesh I bought from, from Max Prairie Wings accidentally one time. <laughs> Ax- oh, accidentally. And it turned out to be awesome. I sat in my basement for five years, and I was like, maybe I could use this for mind blown. <laughs> Light bulb. And then you, we do. I do the same thing, like where you kind of arrange the uh, nature-looking bushy, mm-hmm. grassy prairie thingy. And uh, I love you just when you have go like sprinkle, uh, sprinkle, sprinkle. You use very little grass when you do it. It's easy. Basically, um, tumbleweeds. If you get a field that has like those things in it or those big bushes, those things are great. Oh, man. dude, I'm uh, I know some grass. Let me tell you, uh, <laughs> uh yeah. that's the rumor. Yes, I uh, <laughs> I've got grass just mapped out in my head like green grass, yellow grass, leafy grass. I know, like, if I find a spot to hunt, I usually use ditch grass for it. I don't like to disturb the field at all, and uh, <clears throat> I will just go right to my grass spot. Like, all right, let's fill up this truck and I. You remember the hunt that we ran last year? Yeah. I brought that grass home. Yeah. I and I used it for like four more hunts. I was like, this is some good grass. <laughs> and I kept it for a long time. It was just hay. I mean, no, no, we, no. There's different kinds of hay, though. But I know? mean, like, well, that's because this particular farmer is like, I don't think he advertises himself as being organic. And I don't know that he is organic, but all of his fields, no matter what he plants, whether it be beans, corn, or small grains, it's half of what he planted and half wild weeds just growing fucking everywhere. So when he cuts it, you have all those different textures and stuff going on in there. You don't want tall grass. You're not trying to get that like five foot tall, like up to your nipples and that sort of shit. Yeah. Don't want no, that it was grass. Good. But that was nice. We were able to just take stuff right out of those round bales and that yep. was like the best blind material. <laughs> like the one place I couldn't find good grass was California. Like these it's guys are legal like, there, isn't it? Yeah, but I was, we were getting ready for this hunt and these guys are like digging up. I was with the White Brothers. The White Brothers are digging up like these lumps of earth. I was like, I don't know what they are. It's California, you know? It's like, guys, why don't we get some grass? <laughs> like, ah, I don't know if that's going to work. I don't know if you can find any grass. I was like, find grass? <laughs> I'm Nick <laughs> they're J. In a, they're in a desert. Dude, I <laughs> went just tromping for <laughs> miles, like angry at them. That where he's, They're making me dig uh, up lumps. So I, funny. I did not find grass. Wow. I did not find grass. But around here, like, there's a little patch over there by Super America that's real nice. Like, <laughs> I, you got to know where your grass is and, like, what – what you're going to grab in a pinch because there's no situation I can I think of where we're not using some, if not 100% all ditch yeah. grass. So to kind of get back on topic, I would say as you're looking at blinds, hopefully they have some models in the store if you're going into an actual physical store. Sit in it. 
see how you like the way the doors pop open. Fuck around with taking it down, putting it back. So find what works for you. What you like works for you. Then I think, because I think what we've just talked about is more important than the actual blind, is how you brush that blind in, how you're using it. I think is, you know, you could have the best made blind, you know, what about the Rogers Elon Musk XL? designs one that you press a button and it unfolds itself. But if you don't, if you don't brush it in for shit, here's one. Here you want to know my big complaint about layout blinds is and layout blind companies. And I know this is just because it's they've probably done the marketing research. Why can't you just get field khaki anymore? You can't, can you? Why? What the fuck is the point of having? Uh, mossy oak duck blind or real tree grass or whatever all these different can't, you're brushing it in you're covering every square save, inch of fabric on that a, thing money too that saved quite a bit of money when they're doing that why is it why are they printed they should not be printed i loved when i had the khaki the field khaki you mud you dirt that thing up mud it up throw some grass in there it gone it's gone it just disappears yeah I've always bought field. I've got a bunch of field khaki. What what? O five SUBs, like those went went on sale for like a hundred and. I think you can. Ten I bucks. think some companies do still offer that. Do they? But, uh, not many. Most of them almost always have a camel pattern on them, which is just stupid. I mean, you're covering. You're literally covering it up. How about backboards? What kind of backboards you? Uh, homemade. Have you tried? Yeah, homemade's <laughs> are nice. A little foam uh, on it. No, the ones we used with Premier again. So he which. <clears throat> was it Tangle Freeze? Do they make one? Yes, they do. Is I, that the one that has a little, like, I think they all blanket? have a little blanket. Okay, we cut them fuckers right off. Yeah, a lot of people do. Because they just get muddy. Well, yeah, they In the sure spring, do. Yeah. you know, like, they just, they get caked with mud. Yep. They become, you want to talk about heavy, they get, it's just dumb. So you're already laying out in whites. Or what we've learned to do, and what I like to do, is half white, half camel. And if you can, alternate hunters so that somebody has, like, White bottoms, camel top, hmm. camel bottoms, white top. You're breaking up the human outline as it sits in the field. So now you don't have eight perfectly human-shaped white blobs. Wearing the Tyvek, brand-new Tyvek's out the Ex- bag. Exactly. So you can kind of break up those, those outlines. I've drone, seen drone pictures of those. It doesn't look great. No, it doesn't. But when you break <laughs> them up, it actually looks better. It looks better because yeah. you you're, not, you're not seeing people shapes. You're seeing half people shapes. But well, Tangle for you. I just remembered this. They came out with a new blind this year, I believe, where it's got Gilly kind of incorporated into it. Well, I know some people have taken that, like, I don't know, it's, it's fast grass, that stuff you kind of like Raffia. zip tie. Raffia. Raffia grass. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they'll put that. You can dye that stuff, too. They don't do the whole their whole blind, but they do it in patches. Mm-hmm. And it just it saves a little. I don't know how much time it saves you, but it saves a, it saves l- a little lot. time in brushing in your blind. A lot. So you don't have to hit every single stubble strap. If you take some time and you dye that raffia grass up real nice, you can fucking use it. Uh, actually, the person, first person I remember that was doing that was... That sounds, uh, just sounds like Jamaican marijuana or Jamaican raffia? Raffia. Raffia. Yeah, give me some of that raffia grass, This is the first time I ever talked to Dave Smith. Because he was doing it in Washington for, like, the jumbo-ass final approach eliminators. And I was, like, 14 years old and somehow got Dave Smith's phone number. And I was like, what are you doing with <laughs> – it was called Whoopgrass. And he was Whoop. – yeah, he was making it for final approach. And it had, like, a um, a stake that went behind it almost. With it, All right. It was like almost like a Christmas wreath for uh, for your front door, right? Okay, yeah. Where it's like a, a patch and then it a dangle of raffia. And then behind it, he had taken like a strip of rubber, and it was just like maybe four inches, six inches long, one inch wide, and that just ran down the grass as well. And that way, it just went in the straps. 
Uh, and it even had like a little locker on it. And uh, yeah, I guess he sold the idea to Ron Latchaw, and then they made it for a little bit. I had a couple of Hanks that uh, Dave sent them to me when I was a kid. I hmm. kept them on my blinds for years. Um, but yeah, that is a good investment of time if uh, if you think it might help you out. And they they don't get so shitty, you know. Like if you put ditch grass on your blinds, such as I do, it's helpful to do that. Like um, that. Um, gilly material where you're just sprinkling like a light load on there because that shit gets moldy. I think we've yeah, all you, left like some y- blinds yeah. in the truck and opened early it up season, like, fuck! Early season, when, yeah, when you're using green grass to blend into green grass, you got to wash that stuff. If you leave that stuff on, it will mold. But okay. later in the season, once the actual grass starts dying and turning brown, or if we're using hay stuff out of a, a bale, that's not as bad. It's dry. So unless it gets wet and you pack it away wet and it stays wet, then it'll still mold. But when you're putting that green grass on there, that's that yeah. shit will mold. How about uh, panel blinds? Have you messed around with any panel blinds? No, but isn't that basically an A-frame it's for the not, most part? No, I don't think so. I think they're a different little thing. I think you can get a little different uses. Um, Explain. Uh, you can kind of get them in some places that are tighter than a big old A-frame. Is it just a board with stubble straps? No, 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 no. Just a whole panel in front of you. There's several companies that make them. Uh, there's the board that you're talking about with stubble straps. That's like a dead strike or something. We've used those in Oklahoma. But, um, just the panel lines. Like, the first time I ever set one of those up, it was like a 14 mile an hour sustained wind. And the ground was frozen. And like 45 minutes later, I was just fucking ready to cry <laughs> they are not friendly in the wind i'm sure there's a and that, honestly that's actually kind of turned that's me off from a I, kite or it's a sail yes oh, and i've had yeah. two of them for forever and i know there's a dude I will making like the the rig you bring up a good point though like that is definitely pro layout blind versus pro ghillie suit being able to tuck in out of the weather when it gets inclement like cold weather there was a hunt we had in northern north dakota and it was one of those like huge cold front was coming in it was all rain and wind before and then it was then it dropped down to freezing but the day before like temperatures were just plummeting started at like 45 and just was going down from there wind coming in the rain coming in sideways everything was soaked you know we we're wearing waders but when you were in your layout blind you had this little pocket of warm air as soon as you shot birds you had to get up and go get them you like instantly started shivering and you'd get back in your blind Cover the doors to take a little bit of time, but then you start to warm up again. The Flight Series Snap Layout Blind coming soon. It says I've not I've not heard of this. Mm. Three hundred fifty dollars. Um, what? So the hinges just that's snap together instead of pins. The pins are. Yeah, the Flight Series is spendy. This is the like what I would said was my favorite blind. Right. I guess yeah, they're lightweight and easy. To Here's a weird thing. What about snow covers? Yeah, I, I mean, was talking to this guy, the one who convinced me to build that giant white foam box. Yeah, and uh, I was like, "So, what do you guys do about layout blinds?" And I mean, you never just always hunt out of these foam boxes. He's like, "No, no, no, we make our own covers for them." I was like, "Make your own? Why the fuck would you do that?" He's like, "Oh, we just think that uh, birds don't really come into that cordura fabric. Like the cordura, like is really a detriment to the hunts." And I was like, "That's fucking interesting, because." Mm. Uh, I've definitely been just sketched out by using um, snow covers lately. I mean, if 10 years ago, throw 10 of these things down in a random pattern and we'll shoot geese in every direction. I mean, who cares? Yeah. Th- these days, I'm just 
not well. Not I know you can't it. just grab a white in air quotes sheet from Walmart because most of those, once you put them out in the snow, are blue. Yeah, <laughs> but even like Cordura, like the ones that they're selling for the blinds, like they got a little bit of an off color. And because uh, if you look at like that foam board that I'm using for that box, that looks like just like snow does. It's pure, like the same finish, matte finish, and everything. And then uh, they said that they're using like a custom-made Tyvek, and Tyvek looks a lot better, like mm. snow, than uh, Cordura does too. That's a good. That's a good call. I don't know. I'd like to test that though. Yeah, I know. Um, I will be in that box that, a lot this year. You know, raid raid your Michael store for the snow spray. That stuff works pretty good, especially if you have partial, like not like blanket of white, where you have there's like Ooh, brush tough. and snow, where you can partially brush in and then spray it. Yeah, it's probably great for the environment, but. Dude, number one, those things have only sprayed like a one eighth of a can when it's cold out for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, you do have to keep them warm. And you're number two, wrong. have you ever had like a hide where you're like, we're gonna just snow spray and it's gonna work awesome? We've had a hunt where we had to change it three times because it started off with snow on the ground, like everything was blanketed. As the day got on, the field started getting patchy. So then we like brushed off some of the snow spray, and then by the end the afternoon, we had to take it all off. Really? Yeah, it sucked. But it worked. We shot birds. So there's another blind too that a guy from like Nebraska, like an old timer, builds. It's got like a bungee like top. It's just for a one person, like a one person box blind. And hmm. uh, Tangle Free has one too, like a solo blind they call it. But just like a little like a panel blind just for you. And those things I've heard. I've heard people smash out of them. Hmm. I think anything that keeps the human from looking like a human and hides your movement is gonna help you yeah it's weird how like when geese go out into a predatory situation they know that there's there's potentially predators there and it's not necessarily they're afraid of weird shit but they're they're, suspicious they're probably of aware of weird shit yeah you know? they're aware of weird shit but you like can, the very first time a goose lands in a field that has a broke down car in it they're probably a little wary of it but after they've landed in it for yeah, the sixth time that week and it's never moved and it's still there they're like oh okay whatever that's what i'm we're good. Doing that white box everywhere this year. So if you had, yeah. So if you had like your, you know, if you had a field, you know, semi-permanent spread, or even if you didn't leave the spread out there, but you just left blinds out there mm-hmm. or an A-frame or, you know, you left it out there for the whole season, you're probably golden. I um, mean, they're good. at least the local birds are going to get used to it. You Maybe you have an issue hunting migrators. I don't know. Um, that uh, Dakota, what is it, the X... What do they call their their A frame? The X um, their X blind. I don't know. That thing is a beast. Um, the Dakota blind. We set one of those up in Saskatchewan. I'd never hunted over one, and I was like, "This seems like a little much." And it got to be a forty mile an hour wind when we went to lunch break. Oh Jesus! Like, and I was looking outside, and every plant was bent over completely horizontal. I said, "If that layout blind is anywhere near our field, or not layout, if that A frame." It was there. That thing's a soldier. Big old heavy bitch. I'd almost call it like semi-permanent. They just call it. It's a Dakota X-Series, the X-series field blind. blind. Yeah, right. $759.99. Yeah. What my impression of it was Hello. like. Hello. That Avian, is something. Avian X has an A-frame. It took a fucking ridiculous amount of huge, dude. cover as well. What's that? The Avian X A-frame. They're not huge. Shields has one. Eight foot. That one's only 300 bucks. The A-frame? Shields. Shields Outfitters 8 frame. Oh, uh, Lucky Lucky Duck has a really nice one, the 2x4. The 2x4, four. Four, It's kind of got one of those bigger head holes, but uh, as we discussed, uh, that can be dealt with. 
Yeah, it looks like the <laughs> Avery, looks like the Avery one closes up pretty good. They have a panel, don't they? They're not an A-frame. Avian? Oh uh, uh, no, I thought she's. I thought it was, said Avery is. A, oh no, uh, Avian X. That one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's when it's been out forever. That one looks pretty slick. It's it's okay. I've heard that you can kind of like. I can see how that would be a problem in the wind, though. They're a big problem in the wind. They are a big problem. <laughs> it's like an ice house. You're going to have to stake that thing down. Yeah. And then you're probably, I don't know. Then you're going to trip over it. Dogs are definitely tripping over it. I actually have not used my panel blinds like I thought I was going to use them. Like, eh, we'll use A-frames. Or, I mean, layouts. Layouts. Yeah. I don't I don't know. That whole first experience on that pasture. How about, how about the actual uh, round hay bale blinds? Those things are legit, man. Yeah. Like, if I could... Uh, Phil Schmidt used to have two of those things. I saw him the first year I did decoy day with him. And he even said to me too, like long time ago, like, I wish I would have never fucking sold those things. I bet if I, I bet in it like that field that we hunted that had big round bales in it, I bet. I bet you could put them anywhere, man. It Probably. Looks, looks like less out of place than a car. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Dude, less I, out of place than eight perfectly spaced coffins. You ever see those? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, you ever see those like deer blinds people come out with? That, yeah, like, same look thing. Like look like giant um, tree stumps and oh, stuff yeah, like that. Sure, That's yeah. just cool as hell. Yeah. Um, Probably not good for swinging, but good for band hunting, maybe. What kind of swinging are you talking about here? Like. swinging your gun yeah i got you i was like what kind of weird shit are you into i don't think a lot of swingers meet out in the field somewhere um so anyways let's wrap this one up so in conclusion we didn't give you any answers about what the best layout blind is flight series uh goosebuster xl and um i think goosebusters is a good that's a good one yeah goosebuster xl the flight series and uh oh the dakota that they got the old uh, hunter specialty design. Hunter specialties. Those yep. are all super yep. expensive. So I mean, uh, shell out the bucks or what are you gonna do? Be uncomfortable. I, mean, I yeah, guess I, I don't mean, know. That's the thing. I used to have a gander. Clean the trash out of it. It'll last longer. Gander Outdoors <laughs> Pro Series. That thing was like a a luxury like a luxury car model. But I got rid of it because that was back in the day when my buddy had a hard on for you know low low profile everything. So couldn't do it. Let's see what kind of because it was huge. Are we doing an, uh, an, an unboxing? You have a uh, call to tune here. Let's see what I got. Nick just rips it open. You've been you've been going to Lifetime Fitness recently, bro? You're swole. Oh, Rush. Ooh, and and dollars. That's always a good thing to do. A single too. <laughs> all right. All right, all right. Is the Vu open yet? Let's go. I don't know about that. If you guys have any uh, Mulkier goose calls and you need them tuned up, get a hold of me. I tune them for uh, return postage. Just cool. Because uh, I like to mess around with them. Well, that's a good thing to throw out there. Yeah. Cool beans. All right, next. This has been... The Full Scale Outdoors Podcast, Waterfall Wednesday with Nick J. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Hey, if you got some uh, waterfall lovers out there that you know and they're not aware of the Waterfall Wednesday or Full Scale Outdoors Podcast, let them know. Share it with your buddies. Keep it going around. Uh, don't forget, if you have a beard, if you're thinking about growing a beard, take care of that some bitch. Go to thebeardstruggle.com, put in code FULLSCALE15 at checkout, save yourself 15%. Thank you again for listening, whatever your passion, especially if it's waterfowl, pursue it full scale.